It is a Friday edition here of Any Given Fun Day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, Mike Knack from Betline joins us, and of course, Kobe. Uh, we begin by talking about my trip to Buffalo, uh, just what a crazy trip it was, and I want everybody uh, to know what Bill's Mafia is really like, and for you to understand that everything that people tell you about Bill's Mafia is probably true. Uh, I give some cool stories. I explain the weather, all that good stuff. We compare stadiums. We talk about old games that we went to and getting into fights. We talk about bragging. It, it's it's a good conversation. Um, and then we get into the NFL. Uh, it's too juicy of a weekend to skip out on talking about these divisional games on a Friday. 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 It's going to be good. We have everybody here from Kobe, who's just uh, your average better, to me, uh, who is also an average better, to Mike, who has the algorithm and studies this stuff and, and is really into it and has bet line and it, all this crazy stuff, the model. And then Ray, who doesn't even bet. So you get perspectives from everybody. Every single game that we're covering this weekend, it, it's it's a good time. Um, and we're doing it all right, right here in the studio. And I would say, I would I would go out on a limb and say that we probably found our beach here. Nothing better than being 23, 24, whatever, 19, 18, and just chilling with the boys, you know. It, it, it just takes, it makes the week better. And we found our beach here, and that's all because of Corona. Corona tells you, wherever it is, it doesn't have to be on a beach, right? But find your own beach. The beach tonight was definitely the fellas hanging out here getting some laughs and enjoying some time away from work, doing whatever it is, and just sitting back and having a good time. That's my beach, at least right now, January 20th. That's how I'm feeling. And to make it even better, not only did we find our beach, but I found my beach with a fresh cut. That fresh cut is from my dude, 12 months of June, 12 months of June barbershop, yo, 11A Vitrano Road, behind Little Anthony's Pizzeria in Colony in Albany, whatever you want to call it. Find them on the books. Yeah, about 12 months of June. Book your cut however you want to book your cut. You just need a beard trim. You need a shape up, full-on haircut, haircut with the beard trim, the whole nine yards, whatever you need, June is going to have for you. I can't promise it's going to be tomorrow, but you got to get on the books. Yeah, to get in, right? You got to be in it to win it. That's what I say when it comes to June. So go on the books. Yeah, check them out on Instagram at 12 months of June. Hell of a dude. You're having a great haircut, great experience. It's a single standalone chair in the barbershop. It, it's not even a barbershop. It's a studio. Enjoy it. It's it's great. It is my one of my escapes during during every two weeks when I get my haircut. I love it there. All thanks to June. 12 months of June, my dude. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a hell of an episode here for you. It's good to have everybody back here. Mike's back. Kobe's here after work. It's great. Please enjoy it. Download, rate, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Check us out on social media. But as always, don't forget to make sure you let the fun days roll. Any given fun day, it's Joey Haas, it's Ray Oster out, it's Mike Knack from Betline, half of Mike, half Mike, 
Uh, Mike, just half, <laughs> not the other half of Mike. Kobe's over here in the corner. Mike, not squared. Yeah, not squared Mike, but uh, half of Mike. Uh, it's Friday. It's January 20th. And the first thing I'm going to say is Super Wildcard Weekend should have been called Super Wildcard Stinker. I think that's just how I want to start this. I know it's Friday. I know you guys maybe don't want to hear about sports. I'm sorry. It was a stinker weekend. There was about one good game. One, Yeah, I would say one total good game. And what game would you say that would be? Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys-Niners probably, right? And, yeah. And both teams. I mean, I, I guess say, the Raiders game is good. It was good, but it was like, I felt like both good games weren't because of good play from both teams. It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. I felt like I was watching the games and I was seeing, because now everyone's like, oh, well, you know, the Bills showed up and put the Patriots in the dirt. So now the Bills are looking really good. But it's like, how do you even evaluate it when you see how bad the Patriots actually played? And along with all the other teams with all the other blowouts, because it's like, yeah. oh, do you say the Chiefs are that good because they beat up on the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger? Or was it just because Ben Roethlisberger needed to retire two years ago? It's like, there's a lot There's a lot to decipher from from this past weekend. Sure is. Uh, Mike, welcome back, bro. Thank you. Thanks for I know you've me, been, yeah. uh, know you've been like kind of in and out because of covid contact and oh, yeah. and such but it's good to have you Kobe, looking good in his browns from ups <laughs> yeah back in brown me and ups we go way back and then me and, me and mike have the beanie thing going on Joe's yeah got you the guys fresh cut thing yeah going on. oh perfect perfect thank you i was uh, i was going i was moving forward you know, so dude, i'm glad that you got sometimes me sometimes I, I can read your mind you, you see this this right here i can see it right on my phone screen this right here is actually not a haircut. It's called art. It's art. And um, that is a, that's a haircut from 12 months of June. I, I don't need you guys to say anything. Like, you don't, I know we're all men here, and I know we're all straight, right? Yeah. But is it fresh? Yeah. It's fresh, right? I mean, pretty I'm, crispy. I'm straight, but I'll admit when a dude's looking good. Yeah. Especially me. I know you got a soft spot for me. Yeah, a little bit. 100% a little he does. More, you know? 100%. Yeah, just a little bit. And I know he does, too. Don't think Don't think I don't see him, too. Yeah, he's smiling back there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's blushing. He's, he's, he's getting, blushing. Yeah. Um, but this is a haircut you can only get from June. And I've been a big hat wearer as of, as of late. I won't lie. So getting uh, not wearing a hat for this was kind of tough. Because once you guys, you guys know what I'm saying? Like, once you get in hat mode, you want to stay in hat mode. You're like, ah, shit, like, so easy. Just throw the hat on. Whatever hair you got going on, long, short, medium, it doesn't matter. It's good. I mean, you still, go ahead. I'm a ride or die hat guy. I wear hats all the time. When I can, when I should, when I shouldn't, I'm probably wearing a hat. Pretty much. Pretty much. I had the worst head of hair I probably have had in the last couple years. So, and me personally knows this best. When I, I mean, you could probably go back a month ago before I got my hair cut, and I guarantee you every clip you put up from either if we were on the radio station or yep. if we were here, yeah. I was wearing a hat besides that one clip that w- was making fun of how bad my hair was. That was really bad. Yeah. Um, so, like, I feel you. Yeah. But uh, this is this is a haircut that you can only get from 12 months of June because it's fire and it's just, it's built different. Mike, if you're looking at the wall right now, we had a picture fall down over here. But they can't. They can really not see that in the, in the video. So it's really just here, right? Uh, it, you can see the the three M strips, which I should probably remove at some point. Um, but besides that, the wall is still pretty fat. 
Uh, it's still looking good. Yeah, I was just looking at that picture there. That's one. The little collage. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my uh, favorite one on the wall. I, yeah, I like love that. that. Yeah, it looks good. I don't know. I don't know. This is pretty fire. Yeah, uh, well, this, of course. This always hits different. Um, Chris Paul over here, kind of an OG. Very slept on. You can't. You can only see him. You know, sometimes in the back here. Uh, but signed by CP3 in his rookie year. That's fire. So that's pretty goaded. Uh, I got some other things just floating around somewhere. <clears throat> um, there's a Michael Jordan, and it, it's all framed up, but I dropped it, and the picture fell. Uh, but nobody can see that, so what the hell? <laughs> I would not uh, have been able to tell you that. You know, just, some, just some stuff. I decided finally it was time to take down uh, a majority of the Pacers stuff, seeing that this podcast has... Or relocate? Yes. <laughs> Definitely yes. real yeah. He's got a clock behind his head. Yeah. Easy. It's, Easy. It's they can't around. see they can't see that. Exactly. They can't it's hiding see around. That. It's for your yes. your eyes only. It's my leisure. Yeah. So like when I'm not doing this, I can just look at that and drool a little bit or whatever. Not in this year, but um you know, whatever. So point of the story was twelve months of June haircut. My dude, books the app, twelve months of June. Make sure you do it. Any given fun day. Fridays in particular, brought to you by our great sponsors here. Corona. Corona. Find your beach. Find your beach. Uh, I got something cool coming out tomorrow, so that'll be fun regarding find your beach. So if you guys are interested, you know, maybe give it a peek. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I know usually, you'll give it a peek. Usually tagged in pretty much yeah. every post, so yeah, I think so, I'll have to give it a peek. Um, fellas, we're here. Uh, we can start one of two ways. Obviously, we got Mike Knack. Half bet line, half just like... Uh, Thriday participator. Connoisseur. Yeah. Yeah. Thriday connoisseur. Uh, so I don't feel like we have to jump right into like some football betting talk. Uh, it can kind of just be like, it can be mentioned, but I, I, I'm at the point with Mike where it's like, okay, if we don't, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, we can just talk about bullshit and he's just here from Betline and from, you know, just cause he's our boy too. Like, I, I just feel like it's a good time. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I guess I'll start with, with some Buffalo stuff. And you guys can ask questions if you got them. Um, really anything. I just, I, I wanted to share this, these moments that I had, you know, over the weekend. How bad was it? Like, yeah. like, was it, was it, uh, let me ask you this. Yep. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Even, even though the game was a blowout? Yep. Um, have you guys ever been to Bill's game? Oh yeah. I, uh, I went to a Bill's Cowboys game a couple years Ooh, ago. That's good. In and- Buffalo? Yeah, in Buffalo, and Ooh. I sat probably second row from the top of the stadium, 50-yard line, like absolute top. It was about 15 degrees, freezing rain, snow on and off the entire day, wind whipping, and it is totally worth it. It's Being at a Bills game is so much fun. Like The environment that Buffalo brings it is great, and at that time, the Bills were kind of shit, too. So, you know, it was, it was still a... Uh, it's a fun experience overall. Like the madness in Buffalo is just worth yeah. The, every <clears throat> the Bills Mafia and dude that video. I swear, man, the video that you made at the tailgate with those psychopaths was one of the best videos I've ever seen. <clears throat> like, thank you. It was just it was just character after character, and then the best part was like you didn't even plan it. Like you had these four guys set. And then dudes are coming out of the woodworks, just oh. left and right. Like yeah. you didn't plan on that at all. That was like my favorite part. Like, oh, that's like this is wild. And then you're like, oh my god, it's getting crazier as the sh- as the video goes on. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. You're like holy shit, that's Baby Yoda. And it's like, dude, that was the whole video. That was the part that really got me, bro. Like, 
I was just sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go through, ask him like stuff. And then as I, as I was like, so say I went up to you and your boys were all back there. They were like, yo, Mike's getting interviewed. Let's go. And like, they didn't even like, they didn't even think twice that they were like in costume or whatever. They were just like rolling over to see what his homie was doing. And it just so happened. They were all dressed up. It was normal. It's normal in Buffalo. And and honestly, I was. I w- the, the reason I didn't end up going was just because I was at work and was having a bad day at work and I was like, well, there's a lot of, get, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to want to get up and I'm not going to want to drive to Buffalo. It was tough. It was but tough. I, I bet it would have been 100% worth it. I just, yeah. Um, myself to do it. Yeah, so we, we yeah, got go on the phone, um, like right before you went out, I think. And yeah, we were doing a little gambling talk and I'm like, yo, stay warm. I'm like, I, it was what, like one degree? Negative with, with wind chill, it was like minus fifteen. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you guys about that. Um, but yeah, no, we talked and like I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking crush this this weather. Yeah, like I got four pairs of pants on, two shirts, two jackets, two hoodies, like everything. I'm like, yep, yeah, this thing. You think this this, this gonna weather's gonna get me? Yeah, you're funny. So we get out there, right? And we just we start mingling, jingling, whatever. <coughs> and uh, it was all good. It was all good time. And then the sun started to go down mm-hmm. and like the sun was doing just enough. It was still brick titties, right? Like that. There's no, there's no denying that, but the sun was still peeking around just enough to where I was like, Hey, like here's an extra five degrees, you know, treat it well, kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. I can do that. It was spoiling you. Yeah. He was just like, he was like, here's this for you because I know you're going to have a shitty night. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> we, I, I, I'm like, all right, cool. Sun goes down, bro. Boom. Not only, let me tell you guys, like, tailgate was crazy, but sun, like, not when, not when it was, like, going down, but once it's, like, down over, it's, like, 6 o'clock, everything just changed. It went from party to, like, serious. And there's a video out on, on Two Buttons Deep, um, and I'll post something at some point as well. But, like, everybody started, it turned into, like, some type of spiritualistic, like, ritual, like... Like some some crazy shit, yo. And they had this Mac Jones, right? I saw, <clears throat> I saw that. They had this Mac Jones like like blow up or something or whatever. Just he was it was pillows. It yeah. was pillows. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we, I go to the bathroom, right? And I come back, and he's like, everybody's like, let's get him, burn him. And I'm like, yo, what? And I look over, and Mac's just getting dragged on the ground. And they bring him over to like this like big spot where everybody can circle around, and they just start pouring f- lighter fluid on him, just like everywhere. I'm like, yo, what? And then they light him on fire. They start like they're like humping, the- like they're just doing everything. And then one of the arms falls off, um, and ends up like just getting start getting thrown around. Like there's just arm on fire, and it's like, yeah, fuck, Mac, jump, boom. And they're just throwing it, and I'm I get I end up catching it or like handed it to me or something something, and I give a couple couple humps to it and just throw it back in the fire. But like I felt like a Bills fan. I I, I might be a Bills fan. I might be. Well, I think like like we said though, we just have soft spots, and I think the more that we go to these games and have these experiences, because obviously it's the easiest yeah. to go to Bills, Knicks, New York football team, right? Baseball, right. basketball, whatever yeah. the case may be, games. Yeah. So when we're a part of it, it's it's easier for us to like have that soft spot. Sure. And, and especially with the Bills Mafia being known for what they're known for, and oh, to finally known. be a part of it in a playoff environment, I can't even imagine because they've been waiting. We had last year they weren't at home, right? Was that the or no? Was that two years ago that they were against the Texans and 
Allen fumbled oh, the ball. I think was, that was two years ago, right? That was two years ago, and Josh Allen looks awful. Right, I yeah. I everyone so, was like, wow, did, did Buffalo make a mistake? Right, yeah, and that's kind of what everybody thought. And then, and so they haven't really had that that playoff environment back in Buffalo. Yeah. And to finally have a home game and be like, oh, we were counted out. Like, they were 7-6. and six. Looking, it, Things were looking down. All of a sudden, they come back. Patriots are being talked about as the best team in the league. Yeah. They get them at home and then put the work in to do what they did to them. They clapped them. Yeah. yeah. It was um, it, it was, was impre- it was impressive. It Not only impressive, uh, but just, like, it was an absolute smackdown. Mm. Uh, but as far as, like, the cold goes and stuff, yo, like, I, when I tell you guys, like, the amount of pain I was in was unbearable. Um, like, it was so bad that, like, we had blankets on. Like, you just can't, you, you would cover you can't yourself. Escape it. You can't escape it. Because, and no offense to Highmark Stadium there, but garbage stadium. Garbage. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is the lowest of the low. Like, you could probably go to, um, and I'm saying this as a professional and NFL team, right? Right. You could go to a Division three school around here, and they're going to have a better stadium. Football as well. Like, fields, like, the whole, obviously, it's, a, it's still a professional stadium. It's big, but mm-hmm. the quality of it is just not there. It's not there. I don't know if that's like we were just talking about because they haven't been. I mean, but the last time I really good was like the nineties. Yeah, really good. So, yeah, yeah. I but, guess that could be a thing of it. But yeah. other than that, I can't. What do you think of the stadium? It's it's not. It's it's run down. It's it's, it's down I mean, bad. But yeah. you're not. You don't go to Buffalo for high tech. No, you're not going no, to Buffalo sure, yeah. for luxury. <laughs> for SoFi living, Stadium, you know? right? Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't walk into Buffalo and think I'm gonna I'm gonna have a weekend at the spa or, or I'm gonna be down at the beach right. like Miami exactly. vibes. Like it's Buffalo. Yeah. You know you, you don't expect. Here's a lot. the thing on that though too is like the Red Sox have done it perfectly with like yes Fenway is run down but it's like rustic and it's like rustic exactly you know what, you know what I mean like, it, it's 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 cool. It's just fun to be at. It's a landmark. Yeah, exactly. So that's why that you see like the difference of Boston and Buffalo. It's like as you're describing it, it's yeah. not rustic. Well, it's just run down what, shithole. What are you going to landmark <laughs> in in that Buffalo Stadium? Nothing. I mean, you have the Green Monster. Like you, you have Fenway is nostalgic. Yeah, and they build off of there's, it. There's and... memories. There's feeling. It's like yes, there's memories and feeling in Buffalo, but there's no part of that stadium that you're going to be like. This is the old, yeah, no like this yeah. is the old gum on the on the bottom of the chair. Yeah. 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 Well, no, it's just like yeah. the fact that there's still a stadium today where you can go and say you buy, I believe it's the if you buy a grandstand ticket, I'm pretty sure it's field box and then grandstand's like the higher up one in yeah. the field in the in the first row. Yeah. If you if you buy a seat in grandstand, you have a fucking chance if you don't look like specifically of sitting behind a pole. I I've, I've oh, witnessed yeah. it. I've, I've had it happen to me. Like, I was, I went to a game with my dad, Nick Donato. It was, it was our two dads and, and me and him. And my dad got two, four t- total tickets from work. And they sat together and we sat together. This was like for my 15th, 16th birthday, something along those lines. And this was my second ever Red Sox. You know, I was so excited to go. Yeah. Um, it was like a good pitching matchup and everything. We get to the stadium. My dad's like, all right, our seats are like up a little bit. You guys are uh, have a better view of the field. <laughs> That's literally what he said. He goes, you guys have a better view yeah. of the whole field, but we're closer. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I don't even care. I was like, I'll yeah. sit yeah. in the press box, and I, I, don't, I don't care where the hell I'm sitting. Like, as long as I'm here at the game. Right. And I, me and Denial get to our seats. I'm like, I'm like, we're giddy. We're giddy. I keep walking. I keep walking. I keep walking, bro. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Pull fucking right here. Dude. Literally at my, in my, like, I'm, my in between my legs is a pole. <laughs> 
Like, I, there's not there's not a way around it. You know what I mean? Like, every pitch, I'm like, <laughs> just fucking. And Donato's like, like, Rainbow Six. Yeah. To watch the game. <laughs> Dude, Donato, Donato looks at me and goes, You want to switch? I go, Is it that much fucking better to see it over, asshole? Like, no, I don't no, care because if he's switch. Just going this way. No, he, no, he's more like this. Like, he's just full lean to try and keep that yeah. out of the side. Because we're on the third base or uh, on the first baseline. Yeah. I call my dad third inning. I'm like, Dude, I'm sorry, man, but. We gotta switch. We gotta fucking switch. Like, oh, so you put you put old old Papa O over there? Come on, yeah. bro. It was my That's birthday. Crazy. Oh, it was your birthday. I mean, his birthday is the day before. Mine, oh so yeah, it's like... it was his birthday too. That's messed so, up. So like, I, I I mean, I gave him a little bit of the game. I didn't. It wasn't like we got we sat down. And I was like, yo, we're switching right now. Like, yeah, no, I go. called him. I I was like, he was like, he was like, how do you like the seats? Are they good? Are they? And I'm like, I'm like, well, there's a pole in front of me. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, now I know. Like every time I, I anyone whoever asks where to sit at Fenway, I just go, don't sit grandstand. Don't, don't just do it. don't even take the chance. Don't sit up top. Yeah. Sit in the outfield <laughs> or sit in field box. That's the only three. Like or monster if you're feeling you know generous to yourself. But <clears> yeah. other than that, it was just that was like a the one experience that I've had at Fenway that I was just like, I can't believe that this is still a thing. And it, yeah. and this I know this stadium's been around for a hundred years, but. They've been able to, you know, put seats up on the monster and renovate this and that. And there's still at least probably 50 to 60 seats that is behind a beam there. Yeah. And it's just it's just wild to me. There was a moral to this story. It was just more of the fact of yeah. like Buffalo. Because yeah. we were saying like how Buffalo's not rustic or, you know, great. Well, it's like not Boston's not all perfect just because oh, it's course. old. You know what I mean? So oh, Buffalo's beyond rustic. <laughs> It's, it's rustic, all right? Run yeah. down, you can't yeah. call it rustic. Yeah, it's exactly. Whatever it is now, yeah. But like, where that all stemmed from, and and I'm I'm actually proud of myself for remembering this. Uh, but it was you yeah, can't escape don't. the cold. Oh yeah, we you usually can't don't. escape the cold. Uh, so I couldn't escape it, and by like end of, like you would, it was one of those games where you would look at the clock and you're like, I want to go home. Like I want to go home. I want to just. I'm uh, ready for this to be over. I'm done. Like, can you this game? The whole game? Can it, no. Can so. this game go faster? Uh, but like, atmosphere crazy, cold was so unbearable that like at the end of our uh, middle, like I would say first, like two minutes, three minutes of the third, uh, they had a stop against New England, like out of the half or something. Psh, that's it. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're out of here. And then we ended up walking 25 minutes to our car in it, which just. Didn't do didn't do anybody well, uh, but yeah, like every everything that people say about Buffalo and like Bills Mafia, and I know you can you can vouch for me, is true. Mm-hmm. Like these people are the biggest savages I've ever seen, from lighting a pillow Mac Jones on fire to uh, cooking out of a filing cabinet uh, to. There's a there's a video I have of just a random toilet just sitting in the middle of this this lot with a bunch of Labatt blues in it, just random. <laughs> like two people oh, just man. having, it was it was everything I could could ever imagine, you know. And like when I watched all these people uh, go into the stadium, that was another like crazy moment, you know. Like the band was just coming around outside and playing the music, and then everybody. Like, they went from being, like, pissed drunk, like, rowdy to, all right, it's an hour before the game. Like, everybody's just like, 
and they were zoned in, bro. Yeah. Everybody was just locked into the game, yo. It was the craziest shit. Like, I was like, yo, I cannot believe that that this just happened. Like, everybody was drunk as hell. And then in, within, like, 30 seconds, everybody's like, sober up. Let's go. It's game time. Let's go. It was rowdy. It was awesome. I will. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever been to a better game. Like as far as like the whole kit and caboodle, like this as a whole, Buffalo is my number one game I've ever been to. Yeah, uh, I got a question for you. We got, Were you there for uh, dildo on the field? Yeah. Yep. You were? But like, I nobody like knew it was a dildo, right? Yeah. Like you're not like looking at that, and you're like. Unless you got like, binoculars. Yeah, I'm, I'm way up. I'm way up in like the second. I'm in the second deck or whatever. And like we look at each other, like who's throwing stuff on the field? And and then you know a little bit later on, we we find out that there's still though on the field. But you know, uh, Joey's like Joey's way up there, just yeah. see something thrown out, like without even like thinking, without even someone asking. He's just like dildo on the field. Yeah, no. That been, I was just about, I was literally just about to say that would have been the more concerning part is yeah. if he's 200 fucking yards away from the thing and he's just like, yeah, that's a fucking cock. Yeah. He's like, like he's zoned in on that thing. Like they they haven't even to put it on the billboard. Like, oh my what? god. Oh my god. The super XL Deluxe number three. <laughs> Oh my god! Like you know, that's like, the fourth row of just, Spencer's in the back. Everybody's just looking like. <laughs> oh man, dude. Um, but no, there's, Bills Mafia yeah. would have been the only ones who have been accepting. No, you know I mean, it. If, yeah. You're, yeah. if you're at a Bills game and you're seeing something thrown into the end zone, you know what it is. I mean, what this has got to be the fourth or fifth time that yeah. it's been oh, yeah. like, nationally aired. <laughs> Which I wonder who just though. lets it in every time. They're like. Because you have to take things out of your pocket in order to get in the stadium. Like, who just, like, what security guards? They like, don't pat you down, though. From what I remember, it was just metal detectors. Like, you take, you whop that You gotta thing put that in your waistband, though. Yeah, you do one of these. Right where like, the actual mm-hmm. thing is and yeah. walk right in. You well, know? plus, they put, everyone's probably got 25 layers on, yeah. too. Yo, that was imagine, imagine this one. So imagine, like, they're like, all right, put everything on the table, you like, empty your pockets, and you're like this. <laughs> and then you, gra- you grab the dough and just goes. Right, <laughs> you gotta just stand it up. You can't put a bucket in. And you're like, and, you're like <laughs> and they're like, well, we don't allow full water bottles in the stadium, but we will allow that. We will allow that because I know that's going on in the field at some point. And then you just like, you guys gotta have that moment. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, or like the security guards like, like dead serious, and then he just like looks at you after he looks at the bill. He's like, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and those are the best ones, hundred percent. Go ahead, man. Um, you're, like, you're good. You're good, bro. That's good. Um, sorry, Corona. Didn't mean to do that to you. But uh, only other thing that I have about the game was we had two uh, Patriots fans next to us. That's the best. And that's that's a fun time. Um, they were wearing Mac Jones jerseys, which was oh. even funnier. And these guys were just all like the yeah. people behind me were all over them the entire game, and they were like. They, they, I remember after we scored the the first touchdown, um, they were just like, "Hey Mac, like like these guys are like, hey, can you put my beer between your ass cheeks to warm it up?" And they and I was like, "Wait, what?" And wait, yo, the whole game, the whole game, they're like, "Just spread your cheeks for a second, so I can." And I'm like, "They two dudes, yeah." Nice. And I'm like, "What? Excuse me?" And like I I finally looked back and I'm like. Yo, why do you want your beer between his ass cheeks? He's like, because I want it to be warm. And I'm like, all right, you got it, bro, whatever. So, overall. It was the total IQ in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've i seen some similar stuff. Like, when I went to the Buffalo game, yeah. uh, this guy was wearing, like, a Cowboys jersey in front of us. And, like, every first down, 
This guy in the Cowboys jersey felt the need to stand up and celebrate. Oh, of course, everyone. Oh, that's how they do it. That's how they and do it. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy is is just waiting for something to happen. And what do you know? Like third quarter comes around. I'm there with my dad and my friend. Friend goes to the bathroom, and me and my dad are just sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, this guy, I didn't see what happened, but he was doing something ignorant. And the guy behind him hit him right in the face, Ooh. broke his glasses into oh the guy's eye. Nice. Holy and shit. he just got beat down. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> screaming. What do you know? The, the All the security that like, comes up just grabs the guy in the Dallas jersey and pulls him out. The, the Buffalo fan just stays. Typical Buffalo yeah. Bill. Yeah, that moment. is absolutely well done. I mean, it was everything I thought it was going to be. Oh, like... I've never really had like a fan. Like I remember one time I was at a Red Sox game and I was sitting in the outfield. Yeah, and we were playing like the oh, actually now this brings back really bad memories. We were playing the White Sox, right? Dude, just got depressed. Dude, yeah, yeah no, because I, I just remember I, I I try to forget this game as much as I can, but I just remember this was really the only game where there was like four, there was like three girls, one dude behind us, and they were all like I was like seventeen, eighteen at the time, and it was what was that? Three girls, one dude. I don't know. They were all from Chicago. They were they were people from no, Chicago. I was, and they, I was just like, why is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. No, no, it's deep. It's deeper. It's deeper. Right, Continue, yeah. please. Okay, but anyway, um, I just fucking lost my train of thought because of that. What are we talking about? Oh, we're at the White Sox game. I was at the Red Sox White Sox game. Um, <laughs> and they started heckling like me out of all people. Like I was the youngest person around in the area, and then I was kind of like, why? Like, like, why are you heckling the, the only real kid here still? And then the White Sox went up, like, like 15 to, like, 1 in, like, the 4th. And I was literally about to leave. I was about to leave the game. Maglio Ordonez was fucking going off. <laughs> That's all. He had, like, two he had like two or three home runs and... Um, just having himself a game. Yeah, just Feeling having himself good. an Feeling absolute good. game. What a name. Maglio Ordonez? I missed nah, that just, guy. I mean, Ordonez, cool. Maglio. Yeah. Like... That's that's just different. Yeah, I love. I'd that like guy. to meet his mother. Meet his mother. Well, yeah. I mean, she probably had something to do with naming him. Well, yeah, but maybe dad. Maybe it's his middle name. Yeah, who the hell knows? Whatever. Continue. Um, you really like getting me off track. Sorry. <laughs> I'm confused. I don't even know what's going on. No. So the, nice. only, the point nice. of this whole story. <laughs> there was is that, none. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no actual <laughs> yeah. point of the story. The whole point of the story was that they they got involved with me. They went up huge, and then the Red Sox ended up coming back, and I was like, and then and I was like getting up ready to leave. How old were you? I was like seventeen. Oh, okay, cool. Sixteen, seventeen, I think. And um, I was getting up to leave. I was like, yo, screw this. Like, I'm just gonna go to the the uh, bar in center field and just watch the rest of the game from there. Yeah. And um, they're like, oh, what are you getting up to go leave? Cause you're, cause you're a pussy. And I was like, yo, I'm staying the fuck. I turned around. I was like, I'm staying the fuck here, and we're coming back and winning this game. Really? We came, we came back, and they lost like 15 to 13. What? So a, and that was in Boston. It was in Boston. Yeah, they, you should have had, you should have had fellow uh, Red Sox fans step, stepping up for you. You gotta rally the troops. Yeah, yeah I would. No, I, I would. Everyone just was around, just. Like, everyone, yo, this dude is roasting me. Like, yo, come on. No, I know. Well, it was. It was like they were right next to me. It wasn't like the guys were like screaming at everybody around, like you yeah. know, making a scene about it. So I guess that was probably the thing too. And my friends were kind of just like, yo, just let it go. Like, I love, I love like, heckling. The, Wait, your like friends your were there and they didn't do anything? I like, well, it was my, my cousins. Cousins are friends? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, they, they are technically been, my friends. But They should have been stepping up for you. No, they were just saying, like, don't let them get to you. Like, they they're should have ban- been. They're bantering because they're up a shit ton. Well, they also aren't Red Sox fans, so that probably didn't help me. My oh, really so they so. didn't feel the same hurt that you felt. Yeah, they I weren't because you. I wanted to go. I got you. So, 
But yeah, that was my only like real fan interaction yeah. that I had. And I was really pissed that we almost came. We almost nice. came back. Like I, I felt like I would have been. It would have been better if we didn't come back and lost by two. Okay, uh, that I mean that's a that's a an interesting story. I would have been rallying the troops. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Question for you guys, and we'll go around. We can go around the circle. We we'll get Kobe too. Uh, what is proper? Like I, I guess when you shit talk somebody, like what do you? What should be? What are the parameters, I guess, right? Like, as far as our qualifications, that we'll go with that. Qualifications. What are the qualifications of shit talking? Like, when you're at a when you're at a game. So, say hypothetically speaking, I'm a Jets fan, uh, raised a Jets fan, and you're you're a Giants fan, and we're at MetLife, and I know it's like the same stadium, whatever. Probably a bad example, but like the Jets are losing, right? And Classic. Yeah, the Jets are, are losing. <laughs> Either one of those you put in that situation of losing is classic, and so. we but but they get a first down and they're getting smoked, right? And me and Ray stand up and we're like we look at each other, first down. Like, is that is that an oak is that like a, a reason to give a first down or is that like nah dude, like you shouldn't be doing that? Absolutely not. All right. You, you should be sitting down and right. sulking in your sorrows. Good save. That your team is just getting absolutely mollywopped. Yeah. Um Ray? Um, no, I'll give you guys hypotheticals. I'll keep giving them to you and you guys can just tell me like, all right, is that a good shit talking moment or like, no, no, I don't think if you're, if you're down, you can like, you can like, just like, you can clap and cheer them on. But like you, if you go out of your way to be obnoxious to other fans when your team is losing, like you're just, you're making yourself look like an idiot. Yeah. For no reason. Because if you're, oh, and that's the worst part is like when your team's up and then you're, and then they like the other team comes back and you were talking shit the whole game because then you gotta be quiet. And if you and if you're not and if you are quiet, then they're like, oh, well, you're not saying anything now, not saying anything now. So then it's like it puts you in a bad spot. All right, ready for this one? This is called playing with the devil, kids. Okay, what are we doing? Oh, just giving it to Kobe. <laughs> no, I I agree with everything that Ray said. There's no need for you uh, talking shit if you're down. Like not until you at least come back or uh, take the lead. That's when you can start taking shit or talking shit. Nice. Good good words from Kobe over there. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Um, Kobe, how many opportunities as a Jets fan do you get to talk shit? Oh, negative. <laughs> just, abs- just none. Nice. Uh, we have no like direction in our franchise right now. You have more direction than the Giants, though, Kobe. Yeah, that's and true. That's, and that's a good thing. Um, all right, so there's that. Now I'll give you another hypothetical, okay? We'll use Ray's example. You're a you're a fan in a different stadium, right? And you're shitting on, you know that the home stadium's fan, like you know the the home team's getting clapped. Do you have the right if you're just like too um, use the same thing if you're two Yankees fans and you're at Boston, right? But you're the only two within like a freaking four mile radius, and the Yankees are clapping them. Right? Do you, if you're a Yank, is that okay? Like, are you trying to get shot in the stadium? <laughs> like, if you either, either or, if you guys just like, look at each other, yeah, like no, start like high fiving, like dead serious, like, no, because yeah. I mean, like, you can, you're gonna get shit thrown at you quicker than you can say stop. Like, yeah. uh. like stuff. You better know stuff is coming your way if you are a Yankee or Red Sox fan in the other person's house, gloating. Yeah, it's it's a time and place thing. Like I. 
don't I would never show up to a rival stadium and be the loudest person in that stadium whether yeah. we're up by 100 unless or we're losing by Is it a respect thing? I think I think that's a, that's a big part of it too is who's around you because yeah. you can get a sense when I was at an, when I was at the Astros game with those kids okay. around me yep, yep. they were like as soon as I got down they were talking shit joking around with me having, right you know and I was like oh, but if well, there's like some I'm like you know there's okay. some cheaters in the house you know what I mean that's all I'm saying and then you know and they yeah, said like, oh, the cheaters, yeah. the cheaters. no like, but then we were actually yeah. like, talking having some right. good content yeah like, and you know ended I mean? up but, being good yeah and right. being a good little video right but like Red Sox Yankees is just a different story well that and like what about what about if it's like older people? Like if there's an old couple behind you and you know they yeah. had their old like 1990 you know Yankee ball cap on or whatever. That's the best moment. Like, to tell them suck it. They're not gonna do it. Yeah, just yeah, just like turn around and like like right, I'll, set, I'll set the scene. So it's like you know whoever's pitching for the Red Sox, Judge hits a home run and you just look back at them and you're just like like one yeah, of these. They're just and then they're just birds. Yeah, and they're just you know. They're just sitting there. If you do that, you are by far the worst human being on this planet. <laughs> like you're just an awful person. <laughs> um, what the fuck. Uh, so, so I think that's very situational. Yeah. Like, okay. if, if you do yeah, it you without, check, if you do it without knowing, still good. If you cool. do it without knowing your surrounding, you better know that most likely you're gonna look like more of an asshole. Yeah. And stuff's probably beer, food, whatever they have available to them is gonna get thrown in your way. But if you're kind of going back, you get there immediately, you know, you give some like, you know, some snide comment to everyone around you. And then, you know, you start talking to people and you're going back and forth with each other all game. I think that's OK. Um, it makes the game more fun, to be honest with whoa. you. Dude, these Snapchat filters are hitting right now, bro. Is that what we're worried about right now? Uh, I'm just taking pictures in a. And all oh, the bat blue hockey. Yeah, it's just tough, right? Yeah. USA hockey, baby. Let's go. Um Point being, though, of the whole conversation is I think that, like, I, I just want to justify, like, what the right and wrong things are uh, as far as, like, yeah, when I think you everything, can shit talk. Uh, like I said, I think you just have to uh, you have to assess the situation and know what's coming your way yeah. and not get pissed off at. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay. That was Buffalo and whatever other conversation we had. I don't know. I want to definitely talk sports betting, right? We got a guy that loves the sports bet behind me. I got a guy that really doesn't love the sports bet next to me. And I got a guy that's that's going to build his career off sports betting at some point. And then you got me. I'm just, you look up degenerate in the dictionary and you're probably going to find a picture of me doing one of these. So that's what we got here at this table right now. Um, let's do this. It's it's divisional round weekend. Uh and we're not. We're, this is not going to be technical sports talk, but this is going to be uh, betting. Like, what's the approaches this weekend as far as like you know some bets, um, and then wherever the conversation takes us. Like, it doesn't have to stay on betting, of course. But I feel like that's where we should start this ball or get this ball rolling uh, right here. So the first game that comes to my mind when I'm thinking about this weekend uh, is probably the Bucks game. I feel like that's a, a great betting game. Um, Bucks Rams. I think they're the early game on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so ready for it. Uh, I think this is the game of the weekend uh, I, as far as like prove it games. I guess. Um, I, I guess both Sunday games are going to be crazy, but I just I, I've been thinking about it all day. I don't know what to do. 
I, I don't know if you guys have the same dilemma, but like the Rams are the better team right now because of everything that's going on with the Buccaneers injury wise. This, that, the other thing. Antonio Brown's gone. You know, Chris Godwin's gone. Everything, everything that could go wrong for the Bucks right now is going wrong. But there's a fucking wizard at quarterback, right? Like every time we're gonna have, like we're gonna have this conversation. Say, why did we bet against Brady? But then you look at the Rams, and it's like, yo, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. You like you name it, they're on that defense. What's what's your guys' thought? Because I know you guys all think about this game too, right? Yeah. Um, also, I guess just going off of. The game in general is going to be how, if I did bet, how I would bet this game. And to be honest with you, I think like you look at it as if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady wins this year, I think he goes down as not only the GOAT, obviously, in NFL, but one of like the GOAT for maybe every sport with the team that he has. Dude, I already like, think he is, though. Yeah, no, I, I, but I think it's debatable right now is what I'm saying. And I think if he does it this year, it would be it would be out of this world. So. You do have the Bucks at home. Um, Matthew Stafford, yes, he did get his win, but it took not much from him. No. I think he's going to need to do a lot more, and I think that's the biggest question is, you know, when Matthew Stafford has the lights on him, how does he really perform? And it's usually not that good because we haven't been able to really see it because they, he hasn't been put in that position so far. So I don't know if I'm thinking that this might be a year too early to bet for the Rams just based off of the way that the Cardinals, especially the way that the Cardinals played towards the back half of the season, I, you could have argued that they shouldn't even deserve to be in the playoffs at that yeah, point. Yeah, stunk it up. I mean, you lost DeAndre Hopkins, and your entire team just blew up in flames. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm going with just what you said to start it off the bat. Don't bet against Brady. Until Don't bet lose. against Brady. That's my, that, that would be my mind. Here comes the logical better. So... <laughs> So if this you're is, an idiot, yeah. bet like me. If not, right, and don't call game. yourself an idiot. Don't do. I just, well, I just like don't us, know. Like I don't us, know. Right? I don't know anything about betting. I'm just going off of what I think I know. Here comes Mike. So give us your thoughts, right, as a better personally. Yeah. And then anything you want to share about the motto, anything like that, any secrets, whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yours. This, there's, there's a couple things taking this game. One, the Bucks are getting Lenny back. They're gonna have Fournette back in the backfield. I Playoff think that's, Lenny. That's a huge step mm-hmm. as far as the run game goes. They they really need to re- rely on that in the play action because, I mean, Brady isn't necessarily a deep ball guy. He's going to be working the check downs, quick passes, so they need to establish the run game in order for the offense to roll. Um, the Rams, we saw probably what the best performance of the Rams is going to be last week just due to the fact that the Cardinals have been dog shit for the past what, nine weeks? I mean, any Cliff Kingsbury team just collapses, apparently, in the second half of the season. That runs all the way back to Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw a very a, a couple interesting things. One, the, the Rams' defense, they run a 3-4, which isn't the best thing to go with against a, a, such a good running team, such as a, a small field team. Um, so I think Brady's going to be able to pick that apart. I know as far as looking at the line goes, the Rams are plus three. I do like that. I think they're able to keep it close. The model says the same thing, Bucks winning, but it only has the Bucks winning by 0.5 points, so it's a toss-up in the model's eyes, you know? So I like plus the points. Um, money line, maybe sprinkle the Bucks, but I think this game is going to be really close, really close. So if you had to pick a team to move on to the NFC Championship, who is it? And you can base your you can base this uh, off the off the model. You can base it off just what's in the noggin. 
I'm going to go both. off of both, and I, I think Tampa Bay wins, yeah, but I yeah. think this game goes to the wire. Yeah. I'd be shocked if this ends up like, like any of the games. Unless we get a Matthew Stafford <clears throat> absolute <throat> blow-up game. Um, which he's had a couple this year, but I don't think we're going to get it. And, and to be honest, the back half of the season, he's had more of them than he did. He looked pretty much, you know, unbreakable through the first half of the season, but the back half, he's had games now um, over the past few weeks with multiple picks. And if that happens, I don't think – and you look at the first game as well at the start of the season, Brady threw for, you know, 400-plus yards. Stafford did did a great job as well. Brady, they just couldn't get in the end zone and finish, finish drive, so I think that's going to be a – a thing to look out for, yeah. too. And, uh, I mean, like, some me and Kobe were talking about before, how great Cam Akers has looked. I yeah. mean, the, the Sony Michelle, too. So fresh. Sony Michelle, too, the has been really good. Looks great for L.A., but they're facing probably what I would call the number one run defense in, yeah. in the National Football number League. Number so three. They're, they're up there. It's yeah. all debatable, one through three. I mean, you can look at the stats, but it could be a toss-up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I, I really think they're probably the number one run defense in the league, so it'll be very interesting. I think you guys brought up a good point of how it's like, Kind of a toss-up money line, um, whether it's going to be the Rams or the Bucks. If I had to pick myself, I'd probably say I'm not going to bet against Brady. But if any of you guys are having like a tough time, like on money line, I think you guys should look at, at like some props as well. Um, I feel like um, if you look at the, like some of the ranks, uh, both. The Rams and the uh, Buccaneers are in the lower half of the league when it comes to defensive pass yards per game. Um, somebody that caught my eye as far as the Bucks wide receivers is actually Tyler Johnson. Um, if you looked at his last game, he had three targets. Um, or maybe, I think it was five targets, three catches. But um, it looked like him and Tom Brady were like kind of out of sync a little bit and which you get that because he didn't play too much in the regular season. But if I was Tyler Johnson, after the win, he's like, yo, I got to pull an Antonio Brown. I got to stay with Tom Brady for the whole week. We got to get this figured out. And I still think Tom Brady's going to trust him. So if you look at his props, I think it's around like 38 yards per game right now, or yards for the game. I think you take that over. Um, Odell's been looking great on the other side. Um, I didn't take his touchdown prop. (laughs) Props to Joey for taking that. Took that the other night. Dude, you uh, want to know what I took? I took James Conner and Tyler Higby. Oh, I, I took, really thought Higby was going to score. He sees so many targets in the red zone, uh-huh. but just didn't see basically any the entire night. I took a same game parlay, or same game parlay, James Conner and Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle, that close. Dude, I was that on a close. heater. I was on a heater on uh, on Monday night. Uh, yeah, that's when it was Monday night. Yeah. Dude, I hit Cole, what I hit. I hit uh, the uh, Odell touchdown. I had anytime, yep. which sucked. I wish I did first first Todd, but uh, anytime oh, Todd for Odell first half under under twenty one, which was just sweating a crazy first half. And then I had Cam Akers over nine and a half receiving yards. So I was just feeling good, bro. I was feeling great. Dude, I had my one buddy called me and was like, "Yo, I just turned off the the Eagles Bucks game because I had these prop bets and I had." Um, he had Gronk, it was Gronk touchdown, Mike Evans touchdown, and uh, Scotty Miller over eight eight and a half yards Pass receiving. And if you want to go back and look for me right now, 
It was went almost in that order. It was. It was. It literally went. Yeah, no, it literally went in that order. He was like, "Dude, I got nothing going on. It's like the third quarter. Like I'm turning the game off. I'm yeah, done man. with it." Because he's because nice. he's all no. Wait, it gets worse. Because he's like he's not really into like betting, and he's using you know all the the free apps yep. and like everything you can to use sure. the free money and just you know why not send it. And um, he's not like a huge football guy, so we just kind of put three bets on. And I call him after the Mike Evans touch. I'm like, yo, Evans just scored. He's like, really? I'm turning the game back on. And I was like, no, don't turn it back on. You're not watching. And things are going your way. I was like, you got to stay that way. He's like, you're right, you're right. I call him 20 minutes later, Gronk just scored. All you need is Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller at this point has eight yards receiving. Eight yards. Didn't get another half yard the entire game. He got a run. He got a run for like 12. I was so pissed for him. He got a run for like 12 yards. That was the only other action he saw. And he didn't get that bet. That he put, I was like a hundred bucks. I don't remember exactly what the payout was, but he put a hundred bucks on it, and um, it would have paid out pretty well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm in a world of shock that anyone would put a hundred bucks like that on just a free player. No, like I said, that's why I was. It was a free bet. It wasn't actually yeah. his money, but um, still. he was like, you know what? Screwed. I got two hundred bucks. I'll put a hundred on. Yeah. Why not? Like I'm gonna put like twenty on like the Suns winning or like this or that. And then I'm going to put one out there, and he was literally a half of a yard short. To your uh, friend, I have beef with the hook, too. The hook just somehow that .5, whatever always. it is, no matter if it's a prop or a game, it always finds its way in there somehow. Yeah. Sure does. That, Vegas knows, man. Vegas knows. It's smart, it's man. Amazing. It's smart. It's a bunch of – It's all it is is a bunch of algorithms and, and stuff like that. You know, that's that's what it comes down it really to. Um, so I think we're all pretty smart here, right? It's don't bet against Brady. You guys all cool with that? That's yeah, a consensus. Even, yeah, like, like you said, I don't even. He's kind of. Really he's kind of. You're up in the air about that, that, Mike. I really am. Yeah, I do like the Rams plus the points. I'm telling. Oh, you, plus I think the it's points. To the wire to the wire. This game. I think it's to the wire as well. We're seeing teams that don't turn the ball over that much. Yeah. We're seeing tight defenses. I mean, I think it's for every game we're gonna watch. It's gonna be like that. I think so. Before you guys came, I was just sitting in that chair over there watching uh, Sports Center. And now we're watching women's college basketball. We're watching a little Louisville and NC State. Three versus the four. Perfect. A what, a, what a game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a stat that came across the screen, and it was most playoff wins by the quarterbacks that are in the divisional round right now. You guys ready for this one? Guess who Guess who was in second? You guys got – I'm sure you guys can get that. What was the stat? I not Matt Stafford. It, well, no, it was not Matt Stafford. It was uh, by all the quarterbacks that are playing in the, in the divisional round right now. How many playoff wins they have? Not who was first. We all know who was first. Second. Second would be A Raj. A Raj. How many? Give me. uh, You don't have to give me an exact number. Give me a guess. Seventeen. He's only one. He's only one. Eleven. Yeah. He's only one. All right. He's only one chip. Yeah. Eleven. Guess how many Tom Brady has? (laughs) Forty. No, it's honestly seven championships. We're, Some we're of those first round buys, like we're probably looking like like high thirties, high thirties, yeah, thirty six, thirty five. Oh, no, off by one both. I've learned one thing, and and we're all around the same age here, so we're all like, you know, we know. Don't bet, don't bet against Tom Brady. I don't care if you put Ray Osterhout, Mike Knack, and Kobe Brickner out on the one, two, three as wide receivers. <laughs> that dude's gonna find yeah, he's you. Gonna he's gonna happen. get his playmakers. <laughs> And I'm talking Ray on the outside on a wide receiver screen. I'm talking like that. He's going to get his playmakers to football, right? Mm-hmm. 
I have a hard time. We're gonna get something done. Oh, I know you guys. Listen, listen. I'm just saying that because I know Ray's good for a good for a player here. I know you guys. You guys are you guys are the studs on the team. Obviously, I'm I'm sitting on the bench. If we're talking like five six years ago, I'm just the speed guy who sits and gets bubble screens the whole time. Perfect. That's all I need. You guys are the big play guys. (laughs) Yeah. Now Ray trucks. Now now sometimes I get King Henry and King Osterhout mixed up. But uh, you know, I think that's where I'm going to go with that game. I, I have a hard time. Justifying anything that says bet against Tom Brady ever until he proves me otherwise, and I don't mean once. I mean like three or four times. Yeah, I think it, like Mike said too. It, it's just more. I think it's this game is you're gonna probably want to go with the points more than the money line because it's it's gonna be a yeah. Really close oh, it's game. gonna be a close one. Um, I definitely want to talk about the Bills and the Chiefs. I, I think like all 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 the games that are playing this weekend, all four of them fire games and we'll, we'll cover them all but like this game this game i don't even know like, i don't know what to think i've heard so many things and like i was on i was on air on 104.5 earlier with roger and like i had no idea which way to go i don't know i have no idea it's just we finally got to see a good josh allen against a really good defense in shitty weather and how much were we hearing about how bad josh allen is in bad climate how bad he's been in the postseason, and he defeats both those monsters by beating a top five defense in the New England Patriots in the way that he did by scoring on every single drive that they had the football. Um, I think you just now look at him in a different light, but the thing is, is you still look at the other side and you're like, oh my God, it's Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, and every single year we're always saying Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Is, sure. And the question is, is that still true to, to this day? And... I just I don't know where to go with this. I think I'm I'm just with you, Joey. Um, I think Mahomes, if he wants to be considered any at any point going forward, like this is probably I would say one of the last times that you're going to be able to go the distance and face Tom Brady. I don't know how much Brady's got left. I think he'll always be in the playoff push and everything like that. But I think this is probably I mean, Brady. Depending bro, on he's what getting they, really old. Depend, yeah, depending <laughs> on I know we're gonna be saying this next year again too. Oh sure. I genuinely think this that if. It, depending on what the Bucks do in the offseason, you know, this is a really last chance because if Mahomes doesn't beat Brady ever, like we're gonna always have that asterisk next to his name. So I think that's the last time to do it. Um so I think he's got some extra motivation. He they kind of had, I wouldn't say an easy first round game, but obviously the Steelers you know are what the Steelers. So you like are. the Chiefs. I, I honestly like the Chiefs in this game, even though even though the Bills did what they did. I feel like everyone saw that game and now they're all leaning that way, and, and we just forget about the Chiefs. Okay. So that's why I'm going with them. Mike? Um, it, it's tough. It's it's definitely tough. Uh, I can say the model loves – this is the game that the model's most certain in. It's the Chiefs. Um, I, I think we see a very good Chiefs football team. I also think we kind of got a little Josh Allen revenge game. I think he Absolutely. Really, yeah, I've been telling – that's what really, I said on the radio a lot today. Really wants revenge. this game. It's definitely a revenge Really wants game. it. That's all and he hears. Honestly, I think we saw Viagra Josh Allen on, on <laughs> Perfect. Who might have? Perfect. Bart really, Scott probably injected some right into him. He was like, hey, listen, it. don't take this. Just turn around, <laughs> bend over, and I got you. I, I think I really <laughs> One do. One Spider-Man. Yeah. But I – the Chiefs are flying right now, and there's one thing that's going to bite them in the ass like it does every year, and it's their defense. I mean, the offense is flying. Or, I mean, if you look at the Super Bowl, no one being able to catch the ball, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. But so, I, and even if you look at the Chiefs' defense, I think it was uh, weeks one to five, they were ranked 32nd in the league 
And uh, since week six, they're, I think, third or fourth ranked defense, um, whether that's points or yards per game. So they've obviously stepped it up immensely on the Chiefs on the other side of the football. And I think they know that because that was the biggest thing we were talking about. It was like, wow, this Chiefs team, we're not even going to – like this team has no chance unless they turn their defense – it, literally on a 180 dime. They did. And they, they did, did it within three weeks. I uh, Last week, I had a, a nice little parlay to kind of save the day. I had a bad Sunday. I was just kind of messing around with player props and stuff, and it wasn't really my day. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, I'm going to give it one last shot. I went a little same gamer. I had uh, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown scorer. Kelsey, over 40 yards. Tyreek, over 50 yards, because I had... I moved it to alternate lines, and then Chiefs minus one and a half, and that oh, was yeah. like yeah. nice. Nice. Kelsey scored early, and then we had the yards basically in the first half. Mm-hmm. Before we grab Kobe here, uh, so Mike, you, you say it, the it, it loves the Chiefs. I'm not, I don't know what to call well, I it. I wouldn't say loves the, the Chiefs, but it's the most confident game this weekend in a money line or in the spread. The money line, I think. Yeah. I think the spread's what one and a half. One and a half in favor of the Chiefs. I th- uh, it's so close. The model's so close, man. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I hear about playoffs. You know, regular season, you got 16 games. There's going to be gaps everywhere, but it's just two good football teams. I mean, like, it's hard for the model to really be 100% certain. But, yeah. Um, Interesting. Let me look. Let me look. It's got the Chiefs by two points, so. That would Do be you like that? Plus Do you spread. like that? I like the Chiefs. I think they're going to win this game. All right. All I think right. they're a better football team. Cobra, here comes some some brain stimulating. Knack, yeah. um, are they the better football team? I really do believe so. I'm gonna have to go contrarian with that. Um, I think I'm gonna go, go contrarian. I, I'm gonna <laughs> go with the Bills here. Um, I feel like this is more of a feeling bet because if we look at Monday, I was like, yeah, you know what, it. Cardinals plus three, looking great. Watched the first quarter of the game, and I'm like, not looking so great. But um, so I think one of the matchups you got to look out for um, is any Bills wide receiver against Daniel Sorensen. And I think Josh Allen's either, A, going to run the ball. He's leading the league as in yards per rush out of anybody. Or he's going to exploit that matchup against Daniel Sorensen. So... Tyron Matthew, if you're listening, make sure your boys. He does listen. Make sure your boys ready because I've seen some memes of you and Daniel Sorensen on Twitter, and you're like, "What the hell? Like, what are you doing?" He better be ready for this game because Josh Allen's going to be slinging it, and that's just when he's at his best. That's Big Bill's energy right there. Um, all right, so I like the Bills. I think the thing. Thank you. This because I know you're really close to it. Yeah, so appreciate. I, it. I know, and I moved it up for Kobe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a very sensitive like you that's need. That's why I figured one of these. You know. So, um, sorry, lost my train of thought. I'm not, back. Not another ASMR episode. <laughs> <laughs> and why every time I'm here, it's where we yeah, I know. immediately go. Where it ends yeah. up. <laughs> um, but okay. So the way that I think of this is is revenge, right? I. What I think is both teams are going to come out good, right? Like, I don't think it's going to be a matter of Josh Allen not playing well, the Chiefs not playing well. I think it comes down to who wants it more, right? As far as, like, what implications are on this game? And I look at the the Chiefs' side of the football, and I say, all right, 
They had a decent start. You know, it, they, they started off pretty crappy. They figured it out. Now they're rolling. Okay. But what are the, what is like, what is that driving force for the Chiefs this season, right? To say, oh, you know, we, we had a rough start to the season and picked it back up and don't forget we're the Chiefs. Or do you look at the Bills side of the football and you say, hey, we're the Buffalo Bills, right? We're not the best team on paper. We don't, do, but we're gritty. And guess what? We lost to these guys in the AFC Championship. Don't think we forgot about that. And guess what? The rep between Diggs and Allen is only better. I think like there's more driving this Buffalo Bills team, right? Can you guys get behind me on that at least, right? Like the fact that they have more they they're they're playing with more of a reason, I guess. There's, there's a storyline in Kansas City. I mean, Patrick Mahomes wants to get back to that Super Bowl. I, I there's no way he feels complete after last season. That was just an awful loss. And I'm sure everyone on that team wants to feel better. Kelsey, Hill, I mean they had probably their worst, one of their worst career games in that Super Bowl. So I, I think there's a storyline. Okay, that's I like that. Too. See, I like that. To me, like just coming from from all guys who played sports at some point too, I feel like when you want to play for revenge, it's just different, right? When you yeah. say you say you guys say I, I wasn't a football guy, but like you played football, right? Yeah. You know, say somebody comes and hits you blindly, right? Like there is nothing in this. You could want eight championships, but you're gonna want to hit that dude back or beat that dude down, whatever it is, right? More than anything, more than any win. You're like, I don't give a fuck if we win. I just want to make sure I hit this I'll guy. Get 50 yard right? And I feel like back. that's what it is with Josh Allen and the rest of this Bills team, especially Josh Allen, I feel like, where it's like, yo, I don't want to, I, I you know, like the win, obviously the win's important, but like it's I want revenge on these guys. Like I saw it, I watched it, I watched the celebration happen. They went to the Super Bowl. I want that feeling, right? Like I'm chasing that feeling. And so when I look at this Bills team, especially what they've done the second half of the season, everything just shows me that that's what they're hungry for, right? That revenge. They wanted this game. I think it's like the circle of life, too, when you honestly look at it, as in the fact of you have Josh Allen, right, who wants to get revenge on Patrick Mahomes. You have Patrick Mahomes who's chasing a guy in Tom Brady, or you can even look at like And Aaron Tom Brady's Rogers. just chasing nothing. And he, yeah, it just well, keeps going. I mean, I wouldn't say he's chasing nothing, but I think that he's still just showing that, like, you can do Like, I'm still doing this. Yeah. Like I'm still kicking your, you know, new kids on the block ass He's every single, like time. every every single 100%. year, and I think that like, like Mahomes and Allen and Rogers, like especially Rogers and Mahomes, because they've faced them more times than you know really anybody else in these playoffs, and he's the reason why these guys have only won one ring each so far. Like both of these guys, oh have, Rogers and Mahomes, yeah, okay. like like. Rodgers has never really been able to beat Brady, and Mahomes is leaning towards down that path, the same path as him, based on the games that we've seen already yeah. from the Chiefs against yep. whether it's the Patriots or the Bucks. Um, so I think just when you look at it in that aspect, it's like everybody's kind of like chasing each other, and it's a whole circle that circle of life. Yeah, I love genuinely. it. Genuinely, and I, I think it. that when you look at it, circle everybody wants Tom Brady out, so that that way. We're like, okay, now we don't have to worry about the Bucks, or we don't have to worry about the Patriots this year. Like, it's one less team they have to actually worry about um, going forward so that way that these guys can actually start to engrave their name because the longer that Brady's in the league, the longer it's going to take for them to have to build their status up going forward, and they're going to be getting closer to the end of their career faster than they think as well. All right, let's roll through these other two games. But before we do, I'm picking the Bills to win this game. You? Um, I got the Chiefs. Chiefs. Bills. 
That's go. Oh, I love this, bro. This is good stuff right yeah. here. No, it was like, really you can't weird make how, that. You can't draw it was that really up. Really weird because you were talking about like, oh, I think that you know the Bills have a better story. And I was like, eh, and he was like, eh, and, was like and then both of you guys were on the same yeah. page. Okay, I like this. I like that a lot. I don't know if that would be the recurring theme, but um, and and the reason that I saved these two games wasn't because I don't think they're as good as football, but the storylines. I feel like uh, obviously there's some there's there's good storylines with everybody. But like those are the best, the, the highlighted ones. I feel like, yeah, you know, I think, I think these are the, the four games in a row on paper. That's this is how they're gonna go, right? I, I mean, the Bra- you know, the the Rams and in, in Bucks and the Chiefs and the Bills, they can get tossed up, right? One A, one B, whatever. Um, let's go. What do you guys want to go? 49ers? 49ers, Rams? Or 49ers? Okay, let's do it. Let's do, uh, let's do Titans, Bengals. Titans, Bengals? All yeah. right. So let's start it again. What do you, you know? What are you leaning in this game? Um, I'm just going to keep going with my gut because... Uh, so you're going Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals, dude. I picked the Bengals before the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl. I still believe that this team, this wide receiving core is the best in the league right now. And I really think that just in general, especially if they, if, if Joe Burrow can do what he's been doing and they get a hint... Like last week, we didn't have anything from Joe Mixon. Nope. You know, and we were... And, and that was the biggest key... I felt like that the announcers were talking about before the game even started because it was like, oh, the last time the the Bengals and the Raiders played, you know, Mixon ran all over these guys. And then it came down to, you know, Jamar Chase getting, you know, five receptions right off the rip and just getting him right into the game. And I was like, wow, this guy is really that good of a receiver. And then you look at it and you, and you got Higgins and you got Boyd. And then you add Joe Mixon into that mix. And the way that this defense has been playing, I think that they just got – critical stops and yeah you can go look and say oh it was the Raiders it's not the you know a top premier offense in the league but then you look on the other side of the football and you're like yes you have Derrick Henry coming back but what version of Derrick Henry are you going to get you'd like to think that it's Derrick Henry you're going to get a crazy version of him but I just don't know if that's going to really your team bangles bro I, I got don't you think that that's going to be there especially this week and I, I don't think Henry's going to be 100 percent I think if the they, if the Titans get past them it's going to be a rough road for anybody facing him going going forward Neck. Um, it's a good game. I also thought the Bengals were a dark a dark horse um going into the playoffs. They're they're running efficiently on offense. The defense is performing really well. Um we are getting that off the injury list at Eric Henry. He's still Derrick Henry though. Mm-hmm. Um model only has the Tennessee Titans by point zero one. So it basically oh my has God, no dude. idea. Uh, no idea. That's uh, wild. and this is one of the first times I've seen it be that small. Um Point zero one, not even point one. Point zero one. That's that's small. Um, so I better off playing letting a Madden uh, simulation run it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Ray in a sense of I do like the Bengals. Um, the biggest thing for me is the Titans defense. See how they handle Joe Burrow and and slinging the ball. Um, but for me, I like the Bengals. Wow. All right, we got two for the Bengals. Is Kobe going to turn the ship, or is Kobe going to stay with the rest of the crowd here? Hang on, before this thing falls off, it's... All right, there you go. As much as I want to jump on ship, I'm turning around. I saw this guy. He's always got to have a story. All right. So what he does. There you go. It's like the intro to a fucking movie over there. I get the hype with Joe Burrow. (laughs) I, I get the hype, Joe Burrow. Tennessee doesn't have the best passing defense ever. They do have... I think number one in rushing defense, their D-line is awesome. Um, I think the Titans are being underrated in this spot here. Uh, top seed, uh, coming off a bye. 
they got a lot to look at. Um, Bengals are a little unhealthy with their defense line as well. Trey Hendrickson, he's up in the air playing right now. Uh, I'm sure he'll probably get playing, but at the same time, we never know if he's going to be 100% or not. Um, I think it really comes down to um, if the Titans can generate pressure with, uh, like, I mean, uh, it's hard to say because even if they do get pressure, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, and he's been really good under pressure this year. Um, but I think that's where the Titans are going to have to start. Um, Titans are also healthy. You got Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. We haven't got to see a lot of sample size with them all healthy this year. So I'm going to have to say the Titans are being underrated. I'm going to take them. Well said by the narrator. That's when I might start going <laughs> in the old narrator. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to say this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say this about the, about the game. Um I think when the playoffs, right, once you get to really important games in the playoffs, uh, I feel like coaching coaching plays a role. Like, I feel like, you know, they set the tone, like, when I think about it, because, you know, jitters are a real thing and all that stuff. And just looking back, like, the biggest game changers, uh, you know, looking back at Super Bowls and, and stuff like that, right, is, are those, those single plays that you remember, right? Like, the... You know the Philly special, or you know what I mean, like those plays, yeah. those those single plays come into uh, fruition, right? Like I think about the two coaches here. I think Zach Taylor is an awful coach. On the other side of the football, Mike Vrabel, not only is he a great coach, but that dude's a leader, right? And I've preached it on this on this show before. This guy is, you know, him and his players are one, right? It's not like coach and then players. It's this, right? They're they're together. They're clapping and, cheeks. Yeah, they're clapping cheeks, hundred percent. Yo, <laughs> and you know, I just think Mike Vrabel is just. I I feel like he's got these guys ready to go to war. It's not even just like, hey, you got a playoff game here. Hey, you know, Henry's back. Whatever. It's like, yo, we're going to fucking war. And I've never seen a team ever in my life like want to play more for a coach. And like, I, just from stuff that they've said. And stuff like that, like they make it very obvious that they love Vrabel, and I feel like this dude is just going to bring the heat. My my biggest fear just in this game is what happens if Derrick Henry isn't a hundred percent, and they want doesn't use... matter. No, I'm just saying, like I'm saying hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. If Derrick Henry isn't able to run the football successfully, right, you have to turn to Ryan Tannehill, and when we've seen that happen this year, it hasn't gone well for them at all. And I know you have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones back, and that probably makes it a little bit easier on you. But I just feel like if Ryan Tannehill has to take over this game against Joe Burrow on the other side of the football, I just feel like I'm more confident in the Bengals. And I'm expecting, um, I'm ex- I'm just expecting Derrick Henry not to be his, his 100% self this, this week. I, I just think, you know, as my closing statement here, like it comes down to one or two plays, right? And I'd take Joe Burrow over Ryan Tannehill. I, I think that. This team has found ways to win all season, though, right? Like it's it, they haven't had pretty wins against anybody, right? I'm talking the lowest Except of the, the low. Chiefs. What? Except the Chiefs. Except, Except the, the Chiefs, Chiefs, right? But like I'm talking, you know, they're they're playing games against the Jets and barely squeaking by, you know, or, or losing. But you know, they don't they they don't play this crazy, you know, you're supposed to spank them kind of football. They play gritty. So like, 
they're if if they get two punches, they're going to give two and a half punches back, and and that's just what I think is going to happen. I think the Titans have just been like that all season. You have one of your leaders back in Henry, so that's that's my vibe. Um, I'm going to go lost. Titans. They both lost to the Jets this year, both the Bengals and the Titans. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of crazy. I'm going to go Titans. Yeah, I just think that the the Titans are just not a deserving number one seed. In my opinion. Yes, we'll see, right? That's yeah. that's the fun of it. But hey, they'll probably prove me wrong. So you're gonna go I'm going Bengals. Knack. Bengals. Tighten up, baby. Tighten up, baby. He's got it. Wow. All right. One more game here, guys, and then we will uh, disperse. But um we got the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy G, all the boys traveling to Lambo, gonna take on Aaron Rodgers. Ray, start it off. You know, I was Start sitting there last week, right? And I'm sitting I'm sitting there thinking to myself, watching that 49ers Cowboys game, like, you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to close this football game. He has a chance to close this game, make me forget everything that I've ever thought about Jimmy G, all the bad things I've ever said about him, maybe move on, turn a new leaf, and actually think that Jimmy Garoppolo might be the starting quarterback for the 49ers going forward. What does he do after I say that? Throws a fucking interception. And this game all of a sudden turns on its head. And you are pinching your ass if you are a 49ers fan together. Clenching your cheeks saying, holy fuck, we're here Saying, again. hold my beer. Yeah, like we are hold here my again beer. Yeah. because of this guy. Yeah. Like, we we had they had the game given to them. Dak Prescott said, here you go. Here's the game. Yep. We don't want it. We don't, <laughs> the, the Cowboys are just going to let everybody down again. This is what's going to happen. And Jimmy G was like, <laughs> Here you go, dude. You have it back. It's like, like, all right, brother. What are, yeah, like, what is going on? So I can't, in my right mind, if Jimmy G closed that game, maybe I'm thinking a different story. But the Packers, Devontae Adams. Green Bay guy. Aaron Jones. Even A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, to me, on any other team, would probably be a starting running back for a lot of other teams. And I think he's a really good number two back. Um, I'm not you know, crazy on Green Bay's defense. I like them. I don't love it. But I don't think that Debo Samuel is going to do what he did um, to the Cowboys defense. That he, that he, or I don't think he'll do the same. Okay, no, to I the got Cowboys you. Defense, what he'll do to the Green Bay defense. Knack. Um, you know, there's there's a couple. Is there a reason you held this game to the last? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, there is. Um, uh, one thing, the model has the 49ers winning this game, which I personally find to be a complete shock. Yeah. I think it's a shock. The line screams to me, though, take the Niners because it's plus five and a half. Yeah. And plus th- six now. Plus six now. There you go. So, I mean, like, the, that amount of points in the playoffs, it's it's not wild card week anymore. We're, we're in divisional games. That amount of points in the playoffs, it feels like a trap. Feels like it shouldn't be there, but you got to take it. Um but I think Green Bay wins this game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, it could be his last ride in Green Bay. He's not going to let the last could ride. <clears throat> Bronco next year. Could be. All right, well, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Could but, be. <laughs> could be his last Hoping, ride right? in Green Bay. I mean, we, we don't know what we're going to see. Um, and I just – that that Green Bay offense is really good. little debate I have with my friends today, too. They were talking – my one friend thought George Kittle was just going to absolutely pop off, and I'm like – I don't know. I mean, they're yes, Green Bay is is middle of the pack as far as tight end yardage, but we haven't seen much from George Kittle in no. the past few weeks. Nope. And and the 49ers got handed that game. I mean, Dallas the stunk, the and they still almost lost the penalties. I mean, as a Dallas fan, it hurt me so bad to watch. Just 
the overall penalties, the way, the way we came out sluggish, like Trayvon Diggs getting fucking exposed the entire game. I mean, it was just... Oh, bad. It was a bad game. Bad game to watch, but I don't think the Niners are, are ready to play this football game. But I think plus six is an easy take. The narrator. Here Fro- it comes. Let's see it, Frobert. This is one of the hardest games for me to bet. And I think Knack blew it out of the park. I, I totally agree with Knack. Uh, you look at the Niners getting six, and I'm thinking to myself, man, that's enticing. But I love the Packers. Like, maybe a little biased to me, but because I like Devontae Adams. He's my guy. Loves him. Oh, but, no. Man wow. Crush. Man like, crush. like, it is. It just gives me jitters just looking at him like, damn. <laughs> I, I want. I want shaking in his boots. <laughs> I want I want Green Bay money line, but it's too juicy. It's way too juicy to yeah, like. I feel the same way. Like do that. Feel and, the same way. And then the minus six, that's trapped. Oh, it's it's gonna be a close game. Uh, it's gonna be cold. Um, but I yeah, also it's Green Bay. You, we gotta um, think we got concerns on on the defensive side of the football for the Niners too. I mean. Bosa was, what, a limited participant today because of the concussion. I'm sure we'll see him, but who knows how he's going to be. Fred Warner, is he he done? I haven't even seen anything. Yeah, I heard more on Bosa. He's on track to play. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still only an LP coming in. It's Thursday. Right. Yeah, we're we're coming up there. Um, And and Warner, huge part of that defense. I don't think he's going to be – what, is he playing this week? I have no idea. If he plays, it's a different game. Yeah. 100%. He's the leader of that defense, there's, there's I, I a think. a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball for the Niners. That gives me concerns. All right. Um, I'm going to agree with you guys. I think this is Green Bay's game to lose, right? Like, I, I think that it's it's a trap in the sense that, like, everybody's like, oh, the 49ers are the team that can give them the biggest problems. I think, like you said, Mike, I think you re- really hit it on the head. And like what Cope said. Yo, like if this is it for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, this dude's going out with a shebang, right? Like he's not going out as a in a divisional loss. Like he is a Green Bay legend. He's a Lambo legend, right? And I feel like the only way that legends ever go out, right? The best of the best in all their sports, they don't go out like that, right? You and I know I'm getting like a little wild here, but like look at across the board, right? Like guys that have that legacy um at the at you know, in their in sports and it's like those like Kobe games or whatever, like you know what I mean. I feel like it's the same thing. Jeter, yeah, Jeter, right? Like, it's like the those guys, no matter what happens, right? They always go out on top. And if this is if this is it for Rogers in Green Bay, uh, which I don't think so personally, but if this is it, this dude's going out like ham. Like, yo, this is he might he might break this spread and and put you know drop an extra fourteen on these guys and and. Uh, seriously, like it, it might not even be close. I'm gonna go with Green Bay though. Like I don't know what the spread's gonna be. It's very interesting looking at that plus minus six. Uh, that's crazy. Like like you guys said, playoff game. I would stick more towards plus six for the 49ers just because every playoff game in this, you know, you know, once you get to the divisional round, it's gonna be close. Uh, I don't think anybody's smoking anybody this weekend, and if they do, uh, then I can stand corrected. But I would go San Francisco plus six, but Green Bay's going to win the game. And I know it was way earlier in the season when the Packers won on the game-winning drive there and Rodgers had 30-28. But you look at also who the 49ers had a running back that day, and it was basically just Trey Sermon, and they barely used him at all. 
if the 49ers want any chance of winning this game, they're not going to want to have another shootout with Aaron Rodgers. Um, they're going to want to do exactly what they did in the first half against the Cowboys and decided just to not do in the second half, and that's run the football effectively with Elijah Mitchell and control and the game. Yeah, and Debo. And just Debo, being able to add him Elijah into the— Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson. I mean, they got the guys they, in they that have, backfield that could just— they could every single game. year, every single or the past couple of years, it just seems like you know they they kind of just drag guys out of the woodworks. They're just like, but they haven't whoever, been doing that. And they, like they didn't do that last week though. Well, Trent they did it in Williams. the first half, and then they got away from it when they started to throw the game away. I and feel they like put the ball in Jimmy G's hands, and what does he do? He continuously miss made, makes misreads, throws the ball away, and it's like, why are you getting away from something that when you can close the game out? Like literally a third and ten. When they had a chance to put the game away, instead of giving the ball to Jimmy Garoppolo, they finally made a good decision. And by a half of an inch on any other play that's called the first down with that Debo run on third and ten, I was like, oh, my God. I was like. Under two minutes, they're going to review it. Yeah, no. But like I said, any other play of the game, that's a first down. Yeah. Like they're not unless it's challenged. Yeah. I I think the last thing I'm going to say about this is Debo. uh, They got to control the clock. If Debo gets going, right, like he I've learned in the last couple weeks and it took me a long time to learn it, but that dude is a game changer, right? Like he's one of those guys, and he can do everything. Like that's he's in like the prime of his body right now too. Like this dude can do whatever he wants. And if they if that dude gets going in the pass game, the freaking run game, like whatever it is, like that guy track. is scary. <laughs> Get off the track. Yeah, that that, that guy's scary. That was probably the craziest thing of this year. Was in our eight man fantasy league, Debo Samuel went undrafted. That's crazy. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to question how many of those guys actually watch football now. Uh, oh, wait a second. Mm, I, I can attest to that because hey, every, everybody was so low on Debo Samuel this year. And Brandon Ayuk was... Uh, everybody loved, everybody yeah. loved Ayuk. Everybody at the start of the year was looking at Ayuk like he was going to be the next You got You got to look at Debo last year. I, I had Debo last year in fantasy. You got... Like three good weeks out of him the whole year. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with that hamstring nonstop. He's he has dealt with injury issues in the past. That's why everyone was down on him. Same thing with Cordero Patterson. Cordero uh, Patterson went undrafted. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Too. Yeah, he was what a top eight running back in fantasy. Yeah. He's receiving like crazy. You no, know, he became a running back. I picked him up in most of my leagues. He, he just woke up one day and he was like, like "I'm a running back." Um, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Squash Mike Davis. Squashed yeah. Him. Oh, Small Mike Davis. Yeah, out the window. Out basically. the window. Um. He was like a top 50 uh, player, too, Yeah, at the start yeah. of the season, yeah. projected-wise. Wow. So, I'm going to go Green Bay, think, right? Yeah. Green Bay. Green, Green Bay. Bay around. Yeah. yeah. Go Pack Go. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, I guess guess we got to go Pack Go. Um, all right, fellas. Uh, anything else? Any final remarks from anybody? Um, you want me to tell my story real quick? I was going to tell it after the Bucks or the uh, the Bills game with the cold and everything. Yeah, I mean, you could I tell mean, a story if you great. want. I'm not going to get very into it, but um, just give us a little give us a little uh, preview or so overview. Yesterday, I was like, I was get, yesterday in the morning. I woke up. I was getting ready for work, and um, you know, I was just going through my normal daily routine. You know, when um, started my car with my car starter, put everything on the kitchen table like I always do. Um, grab my clothes because I had work at Tipsy Moose after. Yesterday after my other job. So I, I walk out of my house. You hear that, ladies? With my clothes. This guy likes to work two jobs. <laughs> he likes to bring that bread in. At the moose, too. At the moose. Oh, the moose. Oh, oh, oh. You want some free drinks. Uh, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Is that a Yeti? <laughs> Keep going. Um, so If you know, you know. Um, so I, ha- I I got everything. I walk out of my house. And, um, you know, 
shut the door behind me, take two steps, and I just go, fuck. <laughs> and guess what happens next? You lock yourself out of the house. I didn't have my keys. I didn't have my wallet. All I had was my fucking phone. And I look, I call my roommate Jack and I go, hey, bro, any chance you're still sleeping in there? And I just didn't see you. And he's like, no, dude, I'm on my route. Who works for FedEx? I'm on my route and I can't leave. Rival. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we got a rival on right here. <laughs> Don't bring uh. that name up in here. <laughs> um, but so I call him and he's like, he's like, nah, dude, I can't, um, I can't get out. And I'm like, all right, um, what should I do? Did you go meet him? And I didn't have keys. my keys, Joey. Oh, the fuck. fuck am I going to? Yeah. Oh, I'm fuck. You didn't have your car keys. Oh, route shit. Yeah. From, all right. All right. From all right. I'm listening. Sorry. Um, so next, Yikes. next idea that pops in my head, I was like, all right. So I was like, so Jack, what should I do? He's like, dude, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't have an extra key. There's no extra key. There's no way for you to get in. And by the way, the office doesn't open up till nine o'clock. It is 6.57 a.m. And I'm like, what do I do now? It's like, I don't There's have a key. There's always a way in. There. So here we go. All right. There's always a way <laughs> First shot. First thought that pops in my head. I'm like, what can I do? How can I get in this house? I'm like, I think that if I had something, I would be able to like go through and like, you know, with a card or something like that and get the lock open. So that was my, that was my first thought. I'm like, I don't have my fucking wallet. Okay. So what am I going to do? You know what I do? I look on the ground and I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty slim looking fucking rock right there. I'm going to try and use that to pick the lock. That, we was, are, for, that was option number one. You are like a hunter and gatherer Dude, at this I point. Was, I was I was 20 minutes from yeah. just waking up. It's seven degrees outside and I'm not dressed prepared at all. I have no gloves. You're like no a hat. Neanderthal. Dude, I was so out of, sh- I was out of sorts. I call my boss and he goes, ha! And just starts laughing at me. I'm like, oh shit! Um, and he's like, he's like, nah, don't worry about it. He's like, what are you gonna do? I was like, well, I was like, if I can't find anything, I gotta wait till nine o'clock till they come into the office and get the key and just wait outside here. He's like, he's like, you want me to come pick you up? I was like, if I didn't have work later, I would say yes. But then I would have to Uber home and I wouldn't get to work till six six thirty most likely. So I was like, that's out of the question. I was like, I, I was like, if you're okay with it, because we've been dead at work, I'll just wait the two hours. And so I, that was my first option. Um, option number two was, I was like, oh shit, I know that my windows are unlocked. So I was like, first thing I I'd go to the one right, there's one right next to my door. Yeah. I know which one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go to it and I'm like, you know, the screen behind most windows. I just like, I'm like, all right, this would be a breeze. Get right in real quick. I go like this and it goes, and I'm like, well, that's not fucking good. <laughs> and they glued the screens around the building to the to the door or to the like windowsill. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just this window, not my bedroom window. So then I go over to the other one. Same thing. Same same song, same, same dance. Sound. Gotcha. At the same exact time, I'm like, Alright, well now I really don't know what to fucking do. So I gave up for about thirty five minutes. So you went in the chimney. No, I went uh. I literally went and sat on my front door and watched Twitch for thirty minutes. And I was like, I was like, this is fucking terrible. I was like, I'm was so it cold? cold. Yeah, it was freezing. Right, my ass, yeah. like, I stood up and I felt like my ass was going to freeze. Yeah. So then I was like, wait, this uh, one of my friends I know, she's her new um, salons going up in, um, oh, like around Troy. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, she's been working there a lot lately. Maybe I can call her, and she can bring over like a car that she doesn't really use. And she didn't answer me till 
like 7.55, so I've been sitting out for an hour. And then she, yep. after 30 minutes, was like, was like, yeah, I'll come by. I was like, thank God. And like, I, I was figuring, she's like, be right there. And I was like, all Not right, should be here in like 10, 15 minutes. It was like 25. It was the longest 25 to 30 minutes of my entire life. Yep. And one of the worst hour and a half. I literally went inside and just sat in the shower for like 10 straight minutes of just That's fully hot water. So you ended up, you ended up. I know. She, she keyed it and you got in? What? Or she, uh, she used came, the card? She came and she's like, get in the car. I'm like, why the fuck am I getting in the car? I was like, just get, get in. I was, like, I was like, just give me a card and I'm, I'm going to get in this fucking house. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting in. Yeah. And it took me like probably three minutes. Yeah. And I'm getting in. Yeah, I know you're supposed to, if you're cold, you're supposed to, but I was literally freezing my balls off and I was just, I was like, no, I need, I was like, I need warmth. I was like, I need to get under my blankets right. for like five minutes and take a quick shower. I called my boss. He's like, yeah, take your time. Moral I'm glad you made it in. Is, there's always a way in. I've, always. I've broken into John Lawler's house. I've broken into my friend Frankie's house. Nice. Everyone's house. I always get there and they're like, yo, pull up. And then I get there and they're not there. And so you just all break the doors in. are locked. So I'm yeah. just like window door. I'm going to break in. Nice. Any, anything else? Like remarks, anything? Um, just check out the Instagram. I mean, we, oh, of course. We went five of six last week as far as money line. I mean, we're rolling hot. I've, I've been murdering the apps, so. Bet line Mike, baby. Yeah, let's You got that free money, so why not use it with Betline AI? Perfect. Cover. Anything from you? I'm excited for my Friday merch. Can't wait to rep that. Same. Um, once again, I'm still feeling it a little bit for the Cardinals. I'm sorry I bet on you guys. You guys didn't look good. Kyler, the moment was too big. You pissed down your leg. Great words. Um, thanks, Kobe. No problem. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> he, he does brighten my day, man. He is just a, a ball of something. Um, <laughs> uh, any, any other remarks from me? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. I was just talking to myself there. If you guys, you know, got that. I'm not shocked by anything you do. Me either. Um, yeah. Uh, really, you know, just make sure, check out the Instagram, check out everything else. Uh, eventually, the other social medias will follow at some point. Maybe 2023. Maybe. 2024. Yeah, probably. Uh, but eventually, um, Boeing got rescheduled for you two guys. So Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty garbage. Did they say why? Coben. So, yeah, that's pretty cute. But other than that, uh, everything's good, and um, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, maybe this oh, yeah. maybe this will be going on on Sunday uh, at the station. So we'll be talking football. Um, and other than that, thanks, guys. Thank you, Ray, Mike, Kobe, for pulling up, uh, making a good episode here, talking some football, talking about just random shit because that's what we do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, make sure you don't forget. So at the fun days roll.